Lenten Messiah with Andrew Klein-Smith for MessiahFilm.com Session 14. Good News, the Lamb of God. Welcome to you. My name is Andrew Klein-Smith. Let me read to you John chapter 1, verses 29 to 34. The next day, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself didn't know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself didn't know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. Look, look! If we heard someone calling this out in the street, we would surely firstly look to the voice and then follow the line of his or her eyesight and the direction of his or her outstretched arm to see what was so demanding of our attention. John the Baptist, who sometime before this reading had baptised Jesus and seen the Holy Spirit descend on him and remain with him, now sees Jesus coming toward him again and he must let everybody know about him. Look, look! the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. He hadn't worked Jesus out. Even though Jesus was a relative, John's mother Elizabeth was a relative of Jesus' mother Mary, John had no idea, though, about Jesus' identity and mission until the day of his baptism. Jesus was a real human being and so experienced a real growing up. He wasn't like the fake Jesus of the Gnostic Gospels who could make birds out of stones. He was God's Son becoming truly human with a real body and a real life. John now understood the truth about this boy that he may have known growing up, but he knew this truth when the Holy Spirit descended and stayed on Jesus at his baptism. So what was this truth? He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That is what every person who has true spirituality will recognize about Jesus. This is the start of the second part of the Messiah, that section which deals with Jesus becoming obedient unto death, even death on a cross. And right up front, John's words here get to the heart of what Jesus is accomplishing in his death. He is taking away the sin of the world. In our age, we tend to think of sin primarily as deeds we do. We think that our sins are past, but that what we then live with in everyday life is the psychological experience of guilt. We've got all kinds of ways in our society to try to deal with that none I think particularly helpful. Not helpful because they work as though we have only a state of mind about our sin to deal with. In fact though, sin sits with us 
we are contaminated bodily by it. Like Macbeth, we might try to scrub it away, that damned stain in our flesh. Israel had a different, a better, more integrated view of sin. In Israel, sin was not abstract, but substantial. It stuck to you. You carried it about. The whole essence of the sin offerings in, Je in Israel's worship rested on a transfer of sin from you to the sacrificial animal. The offerer would put his hand on the animal's head, symbolising identification, but also effecting a physical transfer of sin. So, when John says of Jesus that he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, he is saying that Jesus is the one who will take up the load of sin that lies on us and carry it away himself. Jesus has come into the world to lift up our sins of us and to bear them in his own body. What a weight off us. What a weight on him. Think of it. The weight of your sins on you multiplied across the whole of humanity, across the whole of history. All this lifted up by Jesus, all this borne bodily by him. But what will he do with them? Where will he take them? For the answer to this, we'll need to continue to journey through the Messiah. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, our sins are a load too heavy for us to carry. The guilt and shame of them crush us. We thank you that you are the Holy One who came to bear away the sins of the world. The burden that must have been for you is incomprehensible to us. But because you've done this, we can be sure now that we, spirit, soul and body, have been washed clean through faith in you. For this, we would barely give just an ounce of due praise to you were we to thank and praise you for a thousand years. May we give you due praise into the eternity of the world to come. Amen.